What's going on, Rare Fam? This is Bison. Just jumping in before we get into the episode to let you know that none of this should be construed as financial advice. We are not financial advisors. In fact, we are just bozos trading JPEGs on the internet. Our risk is not your risk, so please make sure you do your own research before jumping into any of these projects and consult with your financial advisor. You know, the licensed one, not us. We are just people who love JPEGs and we're going to keep trading them. Now, let's get into the episode. All right. All right. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are in the world. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades over on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of Rare Fub Radio. On today's episode, you're probably going to hear me gripe about the market. I hate it here. I actually really hate it here. Uh, meme coins going up. Sweet mints happening. Sweet sucks. I, I always forget how much a new chain sucks until it actually launches. And then I realize, man, this chain sucks, and we have it so good on Solana. Um, and we do. We do have it so good on Solana. So going to talk a little bit more about my thoughts here, um, just initial reactions from I did get to mint Fuddies. We'll talk about what happened with Fuddies, too, because I actually got to mint two, even though I was on FUDLIST. Probably should have got to mint three, but uh, didn't. I was too sweet short of minting a third. Too sweet. Can you believe that? Uh, we'll talk about what happened over there. We'll talk about just initial impressions on on Sui as a blockchain. We'll talk about what's happening with meme coins. I, I'm going to be miserable this episode. I'm going to let you know right now. Look, I get to cash in one card, one card of FUD. All right. Today's episode is going to be FUD. I hate it here. I absolutely hate it here. But we'll talk about that. I'll talk about what I'm going to do over the next couple of weeks. Kind of my, you know, I always talk about how trading is an if-then statement, right? If this happens, then I will do this. And then if this happens, I will do this. And just kind of formulating some if-then statements. Um, so we'll go over my criteria of what I expect over the next couple of weeks. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the FOMC that kind of came out neutral. You know, it sounds like they're going to turn it back on the money printers. So that could be a good little bull cycle. I don't expect it to actually happen until probably after after summer. You know, and we could have a nice little bull market then. But um that would probably be the earliest. So until then, we're just alive. We're striving. We're thriving. All that good stuff. But join with me as always, my wonderful co-host, Dor. Dor, how we doing today, ma'am? Yo, dog. Every day's a holiday, dog. And, you know, today's feeling like President's Day. I got to go to work. Ain't nothing exciting happening at all for me, at least. I mean, there's things going on in the market, but it's kind of a mediocre day, dog. I ain't going to lie. I'm right there with you, dog. Not the biggest fan of being here right now. Yeah, it's. I mean... Look, it's not so much I uh, I ain't know how to feel about it, bro. I, I just I was, I was so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired of this market. I look at like what's happening on Bird Eye and stuff and like what's pumped. And I'm just like, why? Why is this happen? Why why yeah. does this market keep doing this? But you know, that's neither here nor there. I'm tired. We'll get through this. We will absolutely crush this episode yet again. And um, guys, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. Make sure you hit that bell notification so you do know when we go live. We do upload the episodes to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you can't catch the episode live, you can always catch it on your way to work or back home from work or on your walks. Maybe you're doing step-in like Joe where he might be doing some step-in right now. I don't know. I don't know where Joe is. Nobody ever knows where Joe is. But Joe will be here eventually at some point, I'm sure. So, Dora, let's get into the market real quick. Let's talk a little bit about Solana. Over on TXOTIEXO.com. Go over to the analytics tab. You look at the 24-hour volume. It's where we thought it would be. 87,000 Solana volume. We're back under that 100K mark. 
it doesn't particularly yeah. feel good, but it does feel particularly expected. So running down the list real quick, Magic Eden over uh, taking the top spot for right now at 46.25% of market share with 40,000 Solana volume tensor at 4,100, not 4,000, God bless, 36,500 Solana volume, 41.5% of the market share. Hadeswap actually dropping below 10,000 Solana volume, which is uh, rare. And yeah, you guys have ever heard 10 to 15,000 Solana volume, almost yeah. always. I don't know what's going on over there or what. Um, the nice little uptick over here is that exchange art is close to a thousand Solana volume day. I mean, one of one art, maybe yeah. it's a play here. I mean, this is the time to accumulate, but I also just haven't seen too many postings from some of my favorite artists. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, just kind of cooling off a little bit, but we can continue with that. Elixir at 1% market share, still something to watch out for. I'm, I'm telling you right now, Elixir just feels like a dark horse. And then the rest is, whatever uh door how are we feeling about the market right now dog i feel like we're coming to the end of the bull cycle man and like everything's just, the capital's rotating from people taking profits to nfts to going into meme coins i don't know if that capital rotates back into nfts in the short term but yeah man uh i i'm not feeling optimistic at all dude i'm not a big meme coin type of guy i had an edge on bonk just because it wasn't your typical meme coin, but meme coins aren't something I really dabble in. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into it later, but it's pretty high risk, and I, I don't like taking gambles on things. Yeah. Uh, when I do, it always seems to go down, so I, I yeah. typically stay away from meme coins. I did try my hand at like a five-soul buy on a meme coin. Ended up losing three souls, so yeah, you know, this is the nature of the game when it comes to meme coins. Like Door, I really don't have too, too much of an edge unless I am extremely early. Uh, like yes. Bonk. Bonk just yep. had a different feel to it because I knew mm -hmm. the team that was behind it. I knew the yes. people that were the contributing members, mm -hmm. the founding members. I knew their vesting schedule. It mm -hmm. made sense. It was well mm -hmm. distributed. And, and Bonk is like a one in a million meme yep. coin, right? Um, I don't even want to call it a meme coin. It's going to do well for the ecosystem, I think, in the long term. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it is meme coin season. It is SWE season. Uh, which means it just feels like a gold rush everywhere. You could take your bets. Mm -hmm. Um you know, for every 10x plus you might hit, you're probably going to find a, a drawdown of 50 plus percent no matter where you look. So just be careful where you're yeah. going um, and and just just preserve capital is not a, ever a bad play. Not ever a bad place preserving capital. So like I think people, especially new participants in this market, if they manage to hit that 10 or 100x off of a meme coin, they get too confident in themselves and they think that's that's the norm and not the exception. And you begin to throw obscene amounts of liquidity into these meme coins that are likely going to go to zero. So as quickly as you gain money in the meme coin market, you can lose it just as fast. So while you see people posting, oh, I made 40K from four soul or I made 10K from $1,000 invested. You know what? Those are good on those people. But also at the same time, you don't need to be seeking for those every all the time. Just consistent two to three X's and you'll be fine. That's it. Yep, hundred uh, percent. So I look, and we're seeing it in the NFT market too. I mean, Chad's just had a nice run up. Which, if you yeah. guys listened to this time last week when my stream cut out, poor door had to sit there for a little bit. Then he just ended the stream. Um, I went ahead and recorded a little bit extra. So if you guys don't listen to podcasts, that's when you should. Especially if stream ever cuts out, I will make sure I finish up at least talking points. 
-hmm. So we have stuff to talk about. So um, at the end of it, I had a little six minute blurb and I listened back through it. I didn't necessarily call Chad's a buy, but I looked at them at 0.7. I said, what's the harm here? If we're in meme yeah. coin season and Solana loves their NFTs more than coins themselves, because we, for some reason, it's just like, I don't know if it's new market participants and just JPEGs make more sense than coins do or what. And that's our market that we address. But Chad's just felt like a no brainer. I faded myself and they ran up to six soul from 0.7. So you could have had a nice cushy 8X right there. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. I miss those. I'm not upset about it. I like Chad's a lot, honestly. I do feel like they are more than just like they feel again, it feels like crypto dick or duck punks, right? Or dick butts, even dick, if you want to go over on yeah. but, um duck punks over on, on soul. And uh yeah, it's, it's one of those punks. things that you don't try to like it's one of those things you just turn off your brain. Yep, and you just bid, right? You just bid whatever you want to, you want to buy whatever you want to, go ahead. Um Chad's feel fun. And sometimes fun is what gets us through this little mm -hmm. mini bear market where I think over the next two to four weeks, we're going to see soul just, you know, absolutely capitulate. The yep. thing I will say though, the one reason I just get so tired of this market, and especially now that I'm with a project like heist, and I will use heist as an example. Everybody's asking when Nana utility, you know, we don't have no. enough. Seats, we don't have enough, whatever it's coming first off. Um, second off, I'll say, these are the same people that have maybe like one heist, two heists, which yes, dude. awesome. Awesome. I'm, I'm so glad you want to be a part of this uh, community, but um, you know, I'm, I'm one of the bigger bag holders. I'm in the top 50 holders. Like I, I promise you, if anybody's feeling it, it's me too. Like I get it. I, I know how it feels at the same time. You are buying stuff like guac, super Pepe um, with Pepe, Pepe is a meme coin. Um, yeah. Like all these meme coins, you're just buying them because you want greater fool theory. That's all you want. Now, if you don't know what greater fool theory is, it means that I am buying this to dump it on somebody else, which is pretty much what NFTs are 99% of the time, right? I am buying this not for the community or anything. I'm buying this because I think everybody thinks the community or the utility or whatever it is, is so much better. And it's not. And all I'm going to do is going to buy now and I'm going to sell on to the next fool. And then they're going to buy because they think the same way. And they're going to dump onto the next fool until it's a game of hot potato. Okay. If you keep chasing that, you're going to get burnt. And I promise you right now that one, you can meme Nana. I've already proven it on the timeline. Like I literally have Pepe's running around with, you know, Nana's for wieners going around with a, a Nana over its head. Um, you know, I got like, it, it's such a memeable coin. If you want to run with it as a meme coin, go for it. You know, do your thing, boo boo. It's already down. What? 50, not 50%. It's over 50%. Like 80% from its all-time highs. Run with it. Those are the coins you buy. You buy those, not the ones that have pumped 15,000% um, and, and think it's going to keep running up. So that's my rant. Look, meme coin season, oh. exhausting. I hate it. I hate meme coin season. But the nice thing is, the one silver lining I see that I've been around this market in 2017, 2020, and now 23. And this is usually what precedes a bull market. This is usually what precedes a bull market. And I'm telling you right now, I actually think this is the case. When we get meme coin season, we get meme NFT season, we can actually see a bull run happening over the next, um, well, I, I'd say over the next three months or so is probably going to be pretty flat. But if you can survive this market and you preserve capital, you can position yourself for a bull market. And so that is the only silver lining I see right now. Thoughts, Dorian.
Yeah, man, uh, I'm right there with you, dog. I tend to see that individuals have lower lower size bags and portfolios tend to be the ones asking when, when, when the most. Uh, that's either through being overexposed, being wanting to get into a trade late and their bags are underwater and they want to get out of that trade. Um, but yeah, man, so I'm not knocking those individuals who have smaller portfolio size. I've been there. But guess what? I learned my lessons along the way. And instead of saying when and bl blaming the team for uh, you're not executing fast enough, maybe you shouldn't just got in at the top or maybe you shouldn't just invested money that you couldn't afford to lose. So there's a lot of intra uh, a lot of inner reflection that needs to be conducted before you start blaming the team uh, in terms of meme coin season. Uh, and you can see this with the rest of the market, too. People would rather buy a meme coin that's 100% up, that's done 100x in a day, vice a project that's proven but is down, um, which is very interesting to me. And one of the ways I gain my edge in this market is that when people are funding a project that fundamentals hasn't changed, people don't buy that project. But the narrative will instantly flip as the project pumps. And I'm like, what? why did you just buy it when it was low? A clear example of like, uh, I think Tayo before it went into pilots, people were fighting it. It's like, oh, okay, like, yeah, brought the dip there. Same thing with Monkey Monkey Dow. People were fighting the heck out of it. I'm like, I'm in the community, literally nothing fundamentally has changed. These things are going to send. Purchase at 140, sold at 225. People say all the time, we see it with Soul when it crashed from 32 to $8. I remember when 30 Soul was hovering around the 100 area and the $32 area. We heard people all the time say, I wish I could buy sold below 20. I wish I could buy. Give me the opportunity to buy sold below 20. Give me that opportunity. That opportunity came and people didn't buy. What happened? They brought when it back, pumped back to 24 and did a 3X from 8. So I'm like, yo, I, I just don't understand. Maybe it's a psychological thing with newer participants in the market. But if you're continuing to follow people and buying tops and not going against the flow, you're not going to get an edge in this market and you're going to continuously lose money. That is absolutely right, Dor. And um, look, those. <laughs> what cracks me up about this market is that we think 50% gains or, or even 20% gains uh, are like, you know, that's a meme and that's just not lucrative enough or whatever. I will keep compounding those until the end of yeah. time. You keep giving me 20 to 50% gains. I'm going to do that every single time. And mm -hmm. guess what? I'm going to be the tortoise and you're going to be the hare and you're going to think you're going to get rich overnight. And I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm going to get rich over the year or over a few years, yep. or I'm going to position myself for an actual bull run when everything's mm -hmm. going 10 hundred thousand X. Right. And that's all I'm trying to do in this market is I'm trying to mm -hmm. survive, position. increase capital position mm -hmm. and preserve capital. I mean, like those are the, the core tenets of what I'm trying to do right now until a bull market comes back. Mm -hmm. And if you say, yeah. Like, man, I really wish I didn't like just leave. Like, I, I wish I didn't leave during a bear market. I wish I positioned myself better. I wish I preserved more capital on the sidelines. Don't say we didn't tell you. Don't say we didn't tell you. So, um, look, ran over. It's meme coin season. Uh, if you want to try to play meme coins, go for it. I am not going to be the one who sits there and rags on you. You make your bag. You get out, right? Like, if, if you make a 5x, take out at least your initial investment take out at least your initial investment so you can say i preserve capital no matter what it looks like you want to hold a moon bag you think it's going to be the next guac or pepe or bonk even on its run go for it 
do your thing. But I'm not going to be the one who sits there and absolutely rags on you for chasing meme coins. Just don't chase them when they pumped. Literally, I'm looking at Guac right now. If you look on the daily, it is plus 88,000%. You don't chase yeah, those. Man. You don't chase it right now. Stop being everybody's exit liquidity. Dude, it, it, and that's the thing. It's like people look at the timeline. They're like, oh, Guac, everybody's talking about it. Let me go ahead and buy in. And I think that's a fine feeling to have. I even had that feeling with Mad Lads when it was around 70 to 80 sold. But it's important to recognize the parabolic movement of these things and be like, I don't give a fuck what nobody's saying. God dang it, I got to stop cursing. <laughs> I don't care what anybody's saying. Um, I can't just give in to FOMO and become somebody's exit liquidity because that's exactly what you're doing. When you buy the tops of these things, even if it ran up, runs up another 10x, is the risk there for it? Like, do we have enough liquidity over on Seoul to facilitate another 10x movement in Guac? And in my opinion, I don't think so. So... Even if I do mix out on another 10x, I can almost guarantee you that there will be another meme coin opportunity that you might have a uh, chance to get on early instead of buying something that's already pumped 10x in one day. Yep, 100%. So, yeah, you find a meme coin early, you got some alpha groups talking about it, and it's only been up like 100% or something, and you're starting to see some pretty good volume out of it. Chase that. Go for it. I don't care. You're chasing anything that's over like a 1,000% return already. You're just you're just chasing exit liquidity, and you're the exit liquidity. So, um, enough about shit coins, man. I'm so tired of meme coins and shit coins and all that. Same stuff. Dog. Let's talk about SWE. As we talked about, this is still the early stages, right? The big mint today is obviously fuddies. Um, and let's talk about it too. The one, the marketplace that I know that like everybody else knows too on SWE right now is Clutchy. There's a couple of other ones that have actually performed pretty well. Clutchy has sucked. It has sucked so hard. Now, it sucked in my favor because I only had FUD list. I did not have OG or FUD fam or anything. I had FUD list, which is the poor white list, right? I only got one mint, and uh, that was supposed to be that. For some reason, how Clutchy uploaded their, their white list and stuff and how they enabled it and whatnot, um, it, was, it was absurd. I got... My whitelist, right? So there's one. Then I also, for some reason, had OG unlocked. So I got to mint two. Now, I only got to mint one because I was too sweet short of minting a second one, which is just tragic. But that is a printer. And man, that probably up like that probably capped its upside because of Clutchy's mistakes. Not, not anything Fuddies did. I mean, Fuddies has said from the beginning, we are just going straight to zero and stuff. Doing the whole mad lads thing where we're saying we're going to zero, right? We're we're just a rug. We look at the team, you know, Rain and and Wisdo and and CKS and everybody. They've been in Seoul longer than just about anybody I've known, and they've crushed it. And they're very rich. They don't need this money. There's just just a fun community over on a new ecosystem that apparently has longevity. We'll find out. Right now, Sui sucks. Sui is so bad to use. It's not fun to use. Takes forever to I, like. You just realize too how good soul is i mean you yeah all man. the theoreticals on sui and what everything does i i love soul so much dude soul is so good soul is so good to me and look as much as i hate the soul tokenomics because it's you know infinitely inflationary and it'll reach its max inflation rate of two percent a year which i guess is fine because that's what the u.s government did and look what it did for the past hundred years look that's that's fine but um wish there was more deflationary measures. We might see them later in the future. 
nonetheless, Soul is so good and sweet for how much shit the founder talked is not good. It's TPS was supposed yeah. to be 30K or something like that. Bro, it's rocking 13 FPS right now or TPS, not FPS. I'm not a gamer right now. Um, <laughs> it's a headache. It's a headache. So SWE is a headache, and that's every new blockchain. So if you can with withstand the headaches, and we saw it in Near. Well, Near was actually probably one of the better ones too. Now that I'm thinking about it, Nier yeah, was, Nier was Nier was pretty smooth. It was just the marketplace, Nier, and the market lease was fine. It wasn't perfect, but it, it was pretty smooth. Well, the the problem is too. It's just like in games, and so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because I know we had our problems with with you know getting NFTs in the game when everybody's trying to use it. Marketplace is always going to be. They test well in private testing. They don't test well when you're stress testing it in public. And so give them the benefit of the doubt. But this, like the whitelist upload, that feels like just a complete oversight. And so that that's something that isn't like if if the marketplace goes down, that means that there's just a ton of traffic and that's okay. That's good. That's bullish, if anything. What's not bullish is you messing up whitelist allocation. So um, if yeah. anything, we see fuddies. Um maybe be capped on upside when it first launches on secondary. But I see fuddies as something that's going to absolutely cook. And then we also have Joe too. Joe, welcome. Bro, that's my bad, man. Lost track of time out here. I looked up, I said, oh my gosh, 220? Holy cow. It's okay, Joe. Your boy's ripping and gripping today, bro. I've been trying to... Oh man, I've been uh, web two front and web three front at the same time today. Like email... Back to trading, back to freaking schematics, back to trade. Oh, it's been it's been wild. So yeah, what's been going on? Anything have you been but trading guac, Joe? have I been no? I I grabbed a quick three X off of guac and got out. I rolled it into uh, forge and dust. Smart, like every person See, should. You yeah, you roll your stuff back into your conviction plays. That's what you do with with profits on shit coins, on new marketplaces and new chains and everything. You just roll it back into what you know. And you know is like, okay, I can hold this for a month and not have to really check it, and it's going to go up, right? Or it's going to at least stagnate and just be fine. It's it's liquidity preservation. Yeah. So, um, no, Joe, you haven't missed much. I'm tired of this market. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Literally the entire episode, I'm yeah. tired of this market. I'm tired of shitcoin season. I'm tired of uh, SWE already, but that's just every new blockchain. I just got to get over it. Um I do think these are going to be money printers. We'll see what happens on Fuddy Secondary because if a 10K collection uh, on a brand new blockchain goes parabolic, that means we are in full SWE season. It's basically Groundhog's Day, if you want to think of it that way. Like if if the Groundhog sees its shadow and we got six more weeks of, of SWE summer or whatever it is, great. That means that Fuddy's has you know, gone parabolic or at least a 3X or something like that. It means the rest of the SWE market going to be fine. If it doesn't, if it doesn't, I'm going He's straight going to back to Seoul so we can fuck right off. I don't even care. And um, yes, we'll just sir. go from there. We'll just go from there. Yeah. Like for me, um, I haven't been touching Sweet. So I, I just kind of, you know, chilling on the sidelines. Like I, I told everybody I wasn't dabbling in Sweet. So I've just been chilling. I don't do meme coins. So it's just like, it's Natcha Boy's uh, uh market right now however there are plays out there such as blocksmith that i think are more aligned with um what i'm looking into picking up i haven't picked it up yet but i plan to shit i sit on the show i shouldn't have said that you guys always front run us <laughs> um you know what i'm I look i'll tell you the one thing i'm looking for right now and, and i've i've been seeing i just saw easy talk about it on this show which if you're coming from mm -hmm. easy show welcome i uh, i don't know if it's ended not or or yet not 
I don't know if it has ended or not yet. Holy shit. I cannot talk today, dude. I can't. Um, yeah, dog. It's struggling for me too, man. But the one thing, the one thing I'll say is that the one project I am most looking forward to over the next however many months it comes out, I don't even know if it's coming out this month or another month or whatever, is Moonfrost. Have you guys seen what Moonfrost is? I haven't even heard of that, dog. What is that? Man, it's like Harvest Moon, but it's built on Soul. Do you know what Harvest Moon is? Oh, dude, I know Harvest Valley. Moon. It's kind of like Anything Stardew Valley, like right? Yeah, just like a nice little yeah. like, fun pixel. The sprites look so good. The artwork Ooh. looks so good. I will send it to you after this, door. but that that is the one mint that I will do anything, and I will mint and hold and buy more, and whatever the benefits are. I don't care. It's backed by Animoca Brands or Animoca Games, um, Supercell. So the people who did Clash of, <coughs> Clash of Clans and stuff, Griffin, I mean, the backing on it is massive. And I don't see anybody except the people in tune with Web3 games like Jay Lettuce Risk. Shout out Jay. I want him on the show at some point to talk about Web3 yeah, gaming. I, yeah, um, yeah but, I told him that too. But we, uh, look, Moonfrost, oh man, that is going to be the game that, look, I get to heist. Oh, and in between my heist, I will go ahead and stream Moonfrost. And that will literally be my life for like the next half a year until we go into a bull market. Moonfrost looks amazing. Is their game supposed to be uh, ready on launch? I don't know. I don't care. It can take as long as it wants to. This is the one game that I'm like, it has enough backing. It could take its time. I don't care. I think it will. Is be it not it. minted yet, B? No. No. It hasn't nice. minted yet. Tom. It hasn't minted yet. I let me let me go ahead. I'm gonna put it in the the YouTube chat for anybody who's curious about listening yeah. to it or watching the gameplay or anything like that. It looks incredible. I'm so excited for Dude, it. Can we get them on the show? Maybe they can hook us up. I'm about to use influencer power and be like, "Yo, can y'all come on the show and give us whitelist?" Um, so it's free to play. It's free to play. I just remembered oh. that it is. It is free to play. So you will be able to get. That's good. Your yes, it's very good. That is That's exactly good. What you want exactly what you mm -hmm. want i mean so yes um look if it's not going to the step-in model where you know you see a game going to you know infinite expansionary measures or whatever to breed new shoes or whatever like you know eventually heist will be i promise you um then it's gonna have to be free to play at launch and then you do the digital marketplace or digital collectible marketplace and you just take a fee off whatever's traded and you get to make money that way like that's that is the Web3 gaming route, if you want my personal yep. opinion. So mm -hmm. um, I'm very excited for Moonfrost. That's the one thing I'm looking forward to. It has 1.7 million views views on its That's video on a Web3 game. Like, this is as bullish as it gets. I just want to play so bad, dude. If I can mint anything yeah. from it, I'm minting. I'll, I would imagine they probably have some sort of collector's pass where they, they do mint something because why wouldn't you take advantage of that revenue? But... Um, Man, it looks so it looks good. Fun. Yeah. I love Stardew Valley, man. Me and my wife played the hell out of Star. I'm talking about really like poor. Like, there would be weekends where my wife and I would just wake up and like farm all weekend. And we had a blast doing it. So I love Stardew Valley. And if this is anything close, I'm going to play the heck out of Moonfrost, dog. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that is the one mint that I'm looking at. I, if it even has a mint, I don't know yet. I, I really don't. I would imagine they have some sort of perk pack or, you know, first adopters edition or something like that where you can mint something, right? Why wouldn't you? It's, yeah. it's Web3. You might as well go ahead and do that. But um, nonetheless, sweet. All right. Sweet. Here's how I'm playing it. 
Fuddies. If if Fuddies goes parabolic or at least the 3X is kind of my minimum there, fantastic. We're good to go for sweet season. We'll probably have it for the next two weeks. If it doesn't, if it doesn't, I am getting out. I don't want any part of sweet. I will go somewhere else. I will go back to Solana, even though it will die over the next two weeks because people will still chase this stuff. People will still chase it. Mm-hmm. And then um, I will be well positioned for the next little like, oh, we're bringing our liquidity back. You know, the rest of the market realizes uh, SWE is going to pull an Aptos, Canto, Near, name the blockchain here. Uh, and that's that's going to be how it goes. So um, thoughts on that. Uh, let's go Joe first and then Dor. Yeah, that's how I'm playing it too. Um, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to prove themselves just like every other blockchain. After the initial hype, it's like are people sticking around, are people looking for funding, are people looking to really build and create something that's, you know, innovative on their front and not like something that Solana already does well. And I think that's where Cantos and Aptos failed. It's like they couldn't really bring anything to the table that Solana doesn't already do. Right. So like SWE you know, if you've used it, it's very, you know, quick and, and painless, just like uh, Solana is, but they don't have the influx of users, you know, pounding all their infrastructure yet um, that Solana does. So, yeah, man, it's going to be one of those chains where, you know, it's got it's got permeability. It, it can get through, I think, the masses, but it's going to have to prove itself. And to me, I, I am more keen to rolling back into Solana just because I feel like that's where my edge is. It's proven. And I mean, we're top two in NFT chains volume wise, and I don't see any reason why we can't be a top five chain market cap. So it's very hard for, for anyone else to kind of steal that gumption away from me right now especially when it's so new like this. So like you said, I'm not ruling it out. I'm not a maxi, crazy maxi, you know, but, you know, just being realistic with, with where I think I should keep my funds, yeah. most of them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And um, look, the one thing I'll say, you know, we've been talking about Fire Dancer and compression of NFTs by Metaplex and, and all this stuff that I think is coming on the horizon that will increase the value proposition to Seoul. But I remember looking at a, a thread by Anatoly the other day, which is one of the co-founders of Solana, talking about liquid staking. And I, I got to say that liquid staking is a, a facet that I have completely overlooked. Um, one of the biggest liquid stakers or liquid staking protocols is Gito, G-I, or J-I-T-O, Sol. And basically, if you want to think about it this way, uh, Gito helps with um, MEV, so goodness gracious why it, it's it value extraction if you think about extraction of value or something like that mutual extraction of value um is what it stands for it basically stops to where there's just arb opportunities galore um it also helps with the fact that there's going to be a premise of you being able to have access to the amount of stake soul that you get that is locked up in the validator you actually have access to it so then we can have more velocity of funds going into the ecosystem so you can yeah invest it in let's say a new mint or something like that basically you you pledge your gito soul and then whenever you unlock or anything like that it, it, it is the equivalent of your soul that is staked in the validator so whenever you unstake or whatever um it actually gets the reward in soul value so um look some crazy cool stuff on the horizon for soul that i just no matter what the chain is like i don't see sweet as the next thing that's just like wow it for me it was always bitcoin was cool as fuck, dude. Like, I, I remember seeing it. I was like, man, this is so cool. And, like, understanding the premise of it. Then it was Ethereum and going into smart contracts and what the value premise of, of was of those. And then, I, but I was always like, you know, this is so slow, dude. So slow. Um, 
then soul came around and i was like this is it this is everything i wanted out of a blockchain um i think it is so cool by design and everything like that and until i see something that that proves otherwise i think soul is just leaps and bounds above everything else it's ridiculous it is ridiculous dude so um that's where 90 percent of my liquidity is going to be i put 10 percent over in sweet we'll see what happens and then i'm going to go back to like 100 percent back and sold you know um that's that's just yeah. in the name of the game for me yeah dude i'm so bullish on soul and this is where i have my edge as well so anytime i go to other chains it's more to grab have liquidity opportunities that i can move back to soul that's that's my whole case it's uh even with um i i went over to bitcoin because i think that has long term the upside of inscriptions and ordinals is super high so i wanted to have some exposure there and it's already paying off so hopefully it continues and then whenever i do sell i'm gonna take a significant size of that liquidity and bring it back to soul yeah. same thing on eth it's like yeah go ahead sorry. yeah no I, I was just gonna say 100 percent. and and ordinals is one yeah. of those one-off scenarios that i think there will still forever be value over in ordinals um even though i i mm -hmm. i think it's i think ordinals is kind of a meme and i want to talk to somebody who's more involved in in ordinals um I think you're tapping into a liquidity market that is obviously the richest in crypto and there's mm -hmm. always value in that always value in that so mm -hmm. you can always have some sort of reliance on ordinals now it'll ebb and flow just like every other nft market but um yeah i mean there will be riches especially in a bull run holy sh like i i can just see ordinals absolutely ripping face so um yeah 100 yeah, percent agree Dorm. i can't too, man 100% agree. So it's just like, and for me, and it's just hard for me. People continue to fade order ordinals and inscriptions, and not everything over there is going to be gold. Like, nobody cares about your little derivative or that you ported your soul project over there. That's not what you should be looking out for. Um, I do think that there are going to be some gems that are going to absolutely melt faces. Like, we saw some sales on ETH when NFTs first started. I don't think it's going to like even touch. What we're going to see on uh, inscriptions once things start, uh, whenever the bull market comes back around, it's what Bitcoin's market cap is already two x of that of uh, eats. So why wouldn't that freaking send? At least for me, the risk of going there and investing something there in a project that I think is good is worth the potential upside that I can't that I can have than the downside. Yep, hundred um, percent. I will say I, I don't know if you saw like the Pepe uh, Nakamoto whales from uh, Catalina. Yeah. Do some of them sold for like a Bitcoin, yeah. an entire Bitcoin? Uh, yeah, there's man. a couple. It wasn't just yeah. one either. Like it wasn't just a one-off thing. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued. I should have minted an ordinal whale, but man, whatever. Um, I think I had one whitelist for it. I didn't have a free mint, so I was like, ah, I don't know if I feel like paying for this, but. I digress. Guys, do we miss anything? Honestly, it is just one of those shows. I I don't care about the market right now. Look, my best alpha I can give you, um, reposition into the soul projects you want to, or even ETH, or yep. wherever you're coming from. I don't care. Uh, the ones that have value, that will have value up past a month from now, um, in some way, shape, or form, DCA into them. You don't have to just buy all at mm -hmm. once. You can just buy a couple NFTs, at a time as it goes down and then you position yourself you've averaged in and that's okay uh take your profits from the shit coins from SWE, from even aptos or whatever's pumping the next day and roll it back into the projects that you know are going to have longevity that is my alpha for today so the whole point of this show um did i miss yep. anything guys is there anything else we want to talk about today 
No, nah, dog. I think that was the best alpha you can give right now. This is not my market. I'm not going to sit here and uh, BS you guys and be like, oh, get in. No, no. I don't know what's going to pump. As Bison said, just reposition yourself for whatever you think is going to come next. Yeah. Yeah, man. You got to remember the 1% are making money with this stuff, guys. And if they're if you hear them yelling at you that they made money, they've lost more than they've made. I'm telling you that right now. There's very few amount of people that make money during this. And you'll catch yourself stressing out at the screen, eyes twitching, jumping from one radium screen to one bird watch screen, losing that five soul, losing that 10 soul. Lose, and then, yeah, you might hit a popper, right? But how much is that time allocation? What's that worth to you? So it's, you know... It's chasing, it's chasing pennies out here, especially on soul meme coins, guys. I get, it's up and down in, in a matter of a few seconds. ETH is a little bit different. You can catch that sentiment and, and roll with that. But, yeah, it's hard right now, guys. So just chill. Wait for that liquidity to roll back into where your edge is, right? Slowly wait. You'll see that. You'll see that start kicking back into NFTs and what we love the most and what we're good at. And, you know, that's when you, that's when you put your eggs back in the basket, you don't try to jump down a FOMO tunnel that you don't have an edge in, right? If you never trade shit tokens, if you never use deck screeners, if you never use swaps before, like you don't start now. You're gonna be too late. Your exit liquidity, straight up, straight up. Yep. A lot of these, a lot of these tokens and projects start on Telegrams and Discords, guys, and are airdrop ahead of time. And now they got dialect, freaking chats now. Like you, if you aren't there in the very beginning, thirty minutes into a token, and you're selling, you're most likely are exit liquidity. So just chill. Grab your liquidity. There's some plays to still be had here. Ones that announcements are coming. You know, it's very quiet. Those are the times you go in and put your eggs in that basket because we've been here and we have that edge in this market right now. So, yeah, just be careful out there, guys. Yep. I think that's it. Cool. Well said, Fantastic. I, I, I would agree with that. Um, guys, this was another short episode. Uh, we will see on Tuesday. I think Tuesday is going to be a, a big one. One, I think we're having Manny on. Manny is going to be two. Oh, yeah, Manny's going to BRC20 tokens. Yep. So that'll be fine. Yeah, we can talk about BRC20 tokens and why I think they will actually have some sort of like it's kind of like ETH tokens versus soul. Soul is just straight pump and dumps, dude. I mean, every single mm -hmm. coin I see on Bird, mm -hmm. bird Eye, unless it's Roll Bit Dust, um, <laughs> Nana's not pump and dump right now. It, it, <laughs> It, it's just a dump so it, it'll get it'll get better if you guys are a nano maxi like me i promise it'll get way better than where it is right now um just because it will actually have use cases but i'm not i'm not sitting here and i'm not chasing soul tokens if anything i'm chasing the eth ones now i'm chasing brc20 tokens yeah. because i think they will have more liquidity as yeah. the market catches on i think you're still actually yes. somewhat early over there but until then um tuesday we'll also yep. find out if fuddy's had really good secondary response um, you know, I may even post about it on my Twitter. If you're not following me on Twitter at Bison Trades, you also have at Dorian underscore W, and he has a three in his name because the boy is cultured. And then we also have at Joe Soul two one two. If you guys aren't following us on Twitter, make sure you're doing that because we do put out our more immediate thoughts between shows. So that's the best place to get any sort of insight that we have into the market in between shows before it even airs. So. Please make sure you drop us a sub down below. Mm -hmm. We do air every Tuesday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, make sure that you are following over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave us a review, please. Please. And then we'll see you on Tuesday for the next episode of Rare Fud Radio.